Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. Before we get into our passage this week, Heritage Bible Church wants to announce to you ladies an upcoming opportunity. Our 2019 Ladies Conference will be held on Friday, September 20th through Saturday, September 21st. This year's theme is Living Wise in a Foolish World. You can find out more and sign up on our website at www.hbc-boise.org. That's www.hbc-boise.org. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we'll be concluding Chapter 1 in the book of Mark, where Jesus encounters a leper. Not only did lepers carry the visible marks of a horrible disease, but according to Old Testament law, it caused them to be essentially shut off from the rest of society. So what did this man have to do to get an audience with Jesus? And what was Jesus' response? Did he rebuke him for breaking Old Testament law and getting too close to the crowd? Well, Pastor Jim will explain the scenario and what we should learn from it this week. Here is today's portion of the sermon entitled, Desperation Meets Compassion. A third thing to notice here is that there was another motive in sending this man to the temple. If he did, that would be a great testimony to them. Now, what's the antecedent of the um, pronoun them, the priests. I want you to go down there as a powerful example of the proof that I am who I say I am. Pretty cool. What an exciting scene. What What a spectacular healing. Now, if only the story ended there. But alas, this story has a tremendously disappointing finish. We've met the desperate man, the compassionate Christ. We've seen the miracle of healing. We've heard the test of faith. It was very straightforward. It wasn't dramatic, but it was very significant. Now number five, the tragic failure. Verse 45. But he went out and began to proclaim it freely. What did Jesus say? Don't tell anyone. He began to proclaim it freely and to spread the news around to such an extent that Jesus could no longer publicly enter a city, but stayed out in unpopulated areas, and they were coming to Him from everywhere. Sometimes in your Bible, the little words are really important. Little three-letter word here begins this verse. But. It's the word of contrast. Sometimes, but is extremely encouraging. Right away, I always think of Ephesians chapter 2. It says, You were dead in your trespasses and sins, but God, being rich in mercy, 
because of His great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together in Christ. You were dead, but Christ can make you alive. In our text, the word but is profoundly disappointing. He told the man to head immediately to Jerusalem to give a powerful testimony to the priest, but instead the guy ran off into the countryside of Galilee instead of heading south. Jesus told him, keep quiet, take care of your own business with the priest first and foremost, and the guy said, no, I'm going to go blab about it. Jesus told him to go to the priests, but didn't want to do it. You see, Jesus, he's already told us, his intention was to keep preaching in the villages and the synagogues in Galilee. The villages aren't out in the woods. I mean, the synagogues aren't out in the woods. The synagogues are in the villages and in the, and in the cities. He, he wanted to send a, a, a powerful message down south to the priests, and he wanted to get on to all the other towns and synagogues. But the disobedience of this one man meant that Jesus had to modify his plans. At least for a while, he had to stay away from the cities. We don't know how long, but he had intended to go to the people. But logistically, it became impossible, and this guy made it worse. But notice, (laughs) wherever he went, the people were coming to him from everywhere. You can't thwart God's purpose, but by your disobedience, you can make it more inconvenient. That's what this guy did. The man's body was healed, but it appears that his soul was still lost. It's a, it's a tragic thing to cry out to Jesus from your distress and, and call Him Lord and rush to Him and bow before Him and fall on your face before Him. And then as soon as He relieves a little bit of your discomfort, you run off and disobey. Sad. As I said in our outline for today, this man's body was healed, but we don't know about his soul. That's the best I can do for this guy is we don't know. Now, I like to think that after he let his exuberance get the better of him and blabbed all over Galilee, I'd like to think that he repented and went down to Jerusalem. I like to think that he had the opportunity someday to meet Jesus in person again and appropriately give thanks. I like to think that, but the Bible doesn't say that it happened. There's something really ironic about this incident, too. Before this incident... For years before this day, this leper had been an outcast, never able to be in a normal social contact with, uh, context with regular people. Jesus, on the other hand, was the, the center of attention in the synagogues and in the, and in the villages. But after Jesus showed compassion to this desperate man and, and healed him, now the former leper is running around making himself the center of attention, and Jesus has to go out to the unpopulated areas. He traded places with this leper and kept doing the will of his Father. Now, friends, please don't leave this in 
that part of your mind that has a picture of whatever that scene might have been like, make it personal. Are you willing to come to Jesus and address Him as Lord? I hope so. If you do, He will forgive your sins. He will grant you eternal life. But He's also expecting that you not only call Him Lord, but you treat Him as Lord. And that means that you do what He says. Say, well, how do I know what God wants me to do? Well, learn the first 66 books of the Bible and then pray. It's all there. Every single thing you will ever need in any situation that has to do with living in this world and living a godly life, it's in the Word of God. And He's the Lord. So listen to His Word. What is that compassionate Savior saying today? Well, this is in His Word. If you've never called Jesus Lord before, today is the very best day you will ever have to do that. Matthew chapter 11. This is also during that time in Galilee. Jesus says in a very public setting, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden. Now that's describing the people who were under the teaching of the Pharisees. Do this and do that and do this and do that and, 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 and follow this thing. They, they had all these rules and regulations, all this, these works of self-righteousness. It was, a, it was a heavy burden. It was wearying to be under that kind of moralistic gobbledygook. He says, come to me all who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest. Pharisee said, you want to know God? Work harder. Jesus says, you want to know God? Come to me. I'll give you rest. Then he says, take my yoke upon you. Well, the yoke? That's what the oxen get into pull. Yeah. That's because he's Lord. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. You know, if you're, if you're struggling thinking, you know, I... I I just can't seem to be good enough. Let me put you out of your misery. You can't. You can't possibly come close to being good enough for God to accept you. You need a righteousness you are totally incapable of generating. You need His righteousness. Is your soul at rest by faith in Jesus Christ? And does it show by how you live other words of Jesus Luke 6:46 Why do you call me Lord Lord and do not do what I say He calls you to himself and then he wants to use you for his glory I called this desperation meets compassion you know what else you could call that Every single evangelistic opportunity in the world, you have a desperate sinner who needs to know the compassion of God, which is only in Christ Jesus. And so, Heavenly Father, thank You for meeting us in our desperation and our sinfulness. Thank You for Your amazing compassion poured out upon us 
in Christ. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.